right, there is one day left. There is one day left for Dana White to accept the conditions in Jake Paul's counter challenge that will see him retire from boxing forever and enter the UFC octagon to face off against Jorge Masvidal. But I tell you what, I am really, really, really struggling to care. And I explain why, but before I do, my name is Rahul J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, if you're new to the channel, please, please, please do subscribe because I'm very close to getting to a thousand subscribers and I'd really appreciate if you could help me get there. Um, right. <clears throat> I'm not really going to go through blow for blow what's happened um, over the last week because things have really escalated. Uh, but these two have been going back and forth for best part of two years, right? Um the first thing I want to say is it feels as though a lot of people believe this all started with the tweet from Jake Paul. Uh, but that's factually incorrect because this whole challenging each other actually began last week when Dana White appeared on uh, the Fight with Teddy Atlas podcast. And they asked him, are you willing to release um, Jorge Masvidal or Nate Diaz for a one-off boxing match against Jake Paul? And Dana White said no. He said no, but what I'm willing to do is have Jake Paul cocaine test me for the next 10 years because I don't use cocaine and he accuses me of using cocaine on the condition that I can steroid test him for the next two years. Um, when Dana White said that challenge, that's what triggered this tweet from Jake Paul. And I feel it's important to note that. And the reason why I say this is because... Um, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, I happened to um, watch uh, True Geordie's response to all of this. And he, he started off with a tweet rather than, Jay, uh, rather than Dana White being the one that issued the challenge. And I explained why I feel like that's a little bit uh, important <clears throat> uh, a bit later on, right? Um, but then obviously, um, if you're watching this and you haven't been living under a rock, you're fully aware what the conditions in this challenge that, or this counter challenge, I should say, um, are that Jake Paul has set out, right? And, um, one of the main reasons why I'm struggling to care is you've got two men that are basically arguing over two separate things, right? So you've got Dana White over here saying, Jake Paul, you're on steroids and I want to test you and you need to prove to me that you're a clean athlete, right? And then on this side, <clears throat> you got Jake Paul saying, you got Jake Paul saying, you need to make sure that your fighters are treated fairly. And if you do that, I'll come and fight in your organization against one of your biggest stars. So right off the bat, we, we haven't got two people debating one single point of contention. They're basically just just having their own arguments separately against each other. Does that make sense? Um, <clears throat> now, if I just address what Dana White said, so obviously he's 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 had um, the initial challenge about steroids, and then he's had the uh, response to Jake Paul's tweet uh, where he went at um, Jake Paul's manager Nakisa, um, and obviously Jake Paul's manager uh, was previously the CFO. In the UFC so he so in the video Dana White said he used to be my accountant and uh, being an accountant in an organization and being the CFO in an organization the two totally separate things so obviously that was a little bit uh, belittling of Dana White to call him just an accountant he was literally the controller of finances within that organization uh, during a boom period Right. So obviously he clearly did a good job for the UFC. But the way that Dana White was talking about Nikki, so sh sh it just says to me that um, they didn't really leave on good terms. Right. <clears throat> but um, I just look at what both these men are saying and I don't really see any. Um, I just see holes in both of them. Right. And I'll explain why. 
So Dana White is over here arguing about um, or, or kind of he, he's fighting the fight for the clean athlete. Right. And he's saying Jake Paul is on steroids, which is all fine, fair and well. And, you know, USADA is um, uh, overseeing drug testing within the UFC. Um, but just off the top of my head, I can think of two occasions where fighters have had sketchy um, uh, instances with uh, performance enhancing drugs and those have been overlooked by the UFC. I'm thinking of UFC 200 where Brock Lesnar uh, was able to circumvent the, 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 the testing procedure that, or, or being in the, the testing pool for, for the required amount of time. Uh, he was able to just jump straight in and fight Mark Hunt and subsequently fail the drugs test. Um, I'm thinking of um, Picogram Mania when John Jones' Picograms were spiking and they moved a whole event uh, from one state to another because the um, the first state, and I, I wish I remembered what state it was, I'm, I'm, I think it might have been Vegas said, John Jones can't fight here, so they moved it to LA, something along those lines, right? So <clears throat> he hasn't really had a... <laughs> His, 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 his record with uh, PEDs and athletes within his organization hasn't always been, hasn't always been a pristine record, right? And then on the other hand, um, I'll just read out uh, the, 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 the three conditions that Jake Paul's laid out, right? So he said, you need to increase minimum, minimum fighter pay from 12K to 50K. You need to guarantee UFC fighters 50% of annual revenue and you need to provide long-term health care to all fighters, right? That's, they might seem like reasonable requests and obviously um, there's always been a buzz in the MMA news cycle around fighter pay for the last it is it kind of it, it goes in peaks and troughs right sometimes it's really fashionable to talk about it then people forget about it for months on end until a fighter has a discrepancy with the organization and the conversation starts up again um <clears throat> but those three conditions are all fine and well but the next bit is what i've got a problem with um, you have five days to accept and to implement the above by march 31st 2022 So he's literally saying to Dana White, you need to change the entire structure of your organization. You need to change how your organization functions at an operational level. And you need to agree to do this within the, five, the next five days. And you need to have it all implemented within the next three months. <clears throat> now, you can make a reasonable request on paper. But then you need to allow for a reasonable amount of time for those changes to be implemented if you are serious about wanting to help fighters, right? And the carrot that he's dangling at the end of this or, the, or these conditions is uh, to have Jake Paul fight Masvidal in the UFC octagon. Like... To me, that doesn't seem like a big enough carrot to make all these changes to then have the opportunity to promote a Jake Paul fight. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. <clears throat> and it feels like what I've, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and people like, you know, members of the MMA media, True Geordie, who I mentioned earlier, um, get really excited by Jake Paul. And and I, I saw tweets. I didn't think I'd. Um, I didn't think Jake Paul would, would be someone that I'd like until this happened and things of that nature. 
And I'm I'm just sat here, maybe I'm just old and fat and cynical, but I'm just sat here thinking to myself, who is this actually serving? <clears throat> who is this serving? Like, like, like what is the actual goal here? Because on the surface, it looks as though you're for the fighters, right? But then if you actually kind of look at the rest of the behaviours of Jake Paul, all he does is call out UFC fighters, current and old, right? Aside from him calling out fighters and trolling and stuff like that, <clears throat> well, actually, no, let me talk about the trolling. Jake Paul's a guy that's got a, his reputation from being an internet troll, someone that isn't scared to ruffle a few feathers. And um, he's doing that with Dana White, and he's using something that he feels as though um, the Joe public can get behind on right it's almost like a popularity move <clears throat> but if you are really for all of this if you do really want these changes to be made then your actions don't match your requirements in my opinion do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, if you're trying to make these wholesale changes with an organisation like the UFC, then you can't ask for it to be done in three months. And you can't ask for it to be done by not actually getting the fighters on your side, if this is your priority, if you actually want this to happen. And then you have to kind of bring in the fact that his manager is an ex-UFC employee. And I say, yeah, employee, but he's obviously a very high, he held a very high position within that structure, within that organization. And he's a guy that was, <laughs> he's a guy that helped create this monster. And now he's sat on the other side talking about ethics and things of that nature and talking about, no, this all needs to change. It's a bit convenient, in my opinion. Um, the other thing is, the elephant in the room. What I kind of um, liken this to is if there's some atrocities going on, people are being treated really badly in some country. Just, just imagine a made-up country in your head. And people are being treated really, really badly. And one of these cool news outlets go out and shed some light on it. Um, Vice Media or the, the Russian organization RTL or whatever they're called or, or Al Jazeera right one of these uh, not a mainstream western media outlet what Vice is now a mainstream media outlet so let's take that back they go and shed some light on these atrocities that are happening to people <clears throat> and there's outrage but the people within that country aren't aren't outraging themselves and a lot of them are saying they're actually happy working or living in those conditions. And that's what we see here within the UFC. It's only very rarely fighters step out and say, I'm not happy and we need to be paid more and blah, blah, blah. And it's the roster within the UFC that seem to have a crabs in a bucket mentality where if one tries to make a move and make a stand, the other one will go and grab his ankles and pull him back down or take his opportunity that he was he was fighting for more power for, if that makes sense. <coughs> like, this isn't the way to get these changes to be made, a tweet. 
demanding such massive wholesale changes, right? It just, it just, I just feel like it's very self-serving. And if you're not actually a fan of the sport and you don't interact with, maybe this doesn't even make sense, but if you don't interact with the sport on a daily basis, then you're going to see this and say, I'll tell you what, Jake Paul, what a guy, he's a man of the people, he's really trying to help. But is he? Is he really trying to help or is he just trying to help himself? And that's kind of how I feel about all of this. It's just two people that are doing what suits their own agenda. I'm going back to Dana White and his um, request or his conditions. I need to drug test. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've heard that there is there hasn't been any drug testing in these Jake Paul fights. And if you're for the fighters and you want fighters to be treated fairly and given the best conditions possible to work in, then surely that is part of it, right? If you're asking Dana White to provide healthcare to his roster of fighters, then surely when you sign to fight, you should be saying, we're going to do this properly. I'm going to pay you properly what you deserve, what you're owed. And we're going to test for drugs and make sure none of us are cheating. And we're going to do this as safely as possible. So I don't know, man. And it, I'm sat here and it sounds like um, I've just made this video to shit on Jake Paul. But that's not the case, man. I've, I shot on Dana White earlier. It just it just so happens Dana White just had one one request about the drug testing. Whereas Jake Paul has several and Nikisa is, is all part of this picture. Um, but those are my thoughts on this um, battle between Jake Paul and Dana White, where there will be no final outcome. It will just be uh, Jake Paul tweet out, oh, you run out of time, you're a chicken, blah, blah, blah. And you have to think, you have to think, <clears throat> if you're this guy that sells pay-per-views that's a, a commercial success when it comes to boxing um why 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 are you even offering to fight in the ufc why not just continue having these pay-per-view fights is it because you're running out of opponents is it because you need someone with some form of commercial value to be stood across the ring from you and you don't really have that currently unless it's someone that's fighting in the ufc is it because the numbers aren't what you want them to be? What what is what is what is the what is the motivation behind that? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, <clears throat> those are my thoughts on Jake Paul and Dana White. Feel free to share your own in the comments below. Um, like I said at the start of the video, if you haven't already, please do subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. Like this video; it helps the channel grow. I don't know if it does. I have I've heard other YouTubers say that, so I'm saying it too and share share this with a friend also finally i've got new graphics and I've got new thumbnails and stuff we're really going for it this year um there's a guy whose name um i forget sal is it i'm sorry man i should i should have remembered this because uh, you emailed me and you said to me i need to sort out my um i need to sort out my thumbnails and you're right they were crap yeah sal thank you for your email thank you for your sal Manan, Sal Manan. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the feedback, and hopefully you uh, approve of my new thumbnails and uh, the new graphics I've got. But anyway, I'll catch you guys next time because I'm rambling. Cheers, bye.